You now tuned in to the hottest podcast in the world. The Stay Woke Podcast. Right here on thesonicbreakdown.com. Spiders Will Eat Your Face, available on Amazon Prime, Instant Watch, and Amazon.com. Spiders Will Eat Your Face, the documentary about the history of pet tarantulas in America. That is, Spiders Will Eat Your Face, the movie on Amazon. Yeah, yo, when the time is worse, never leave my fam in the jam. I'm dying first, never to my last dollar. Welcome back to another Stay Woke Podcast. This is D-Ray Brinson, and you know the Stay Woke Podcast is presented by thesonicbreakdown.com. So head over there and check out our reviews and our articles. The latest review that we have up is with SZA. We'll have a Vince Staples, uh, The Big Fish Theory review coming up shortly next week. So definitely check that out. Today is going to be a very, very special podcast to a lot of people out there, especially a lot of people in the hip-hop community that uh, just heard the news of recently that... One of the legends, one of the greats of the hip-hop world passed away, and uh, that's Prodigy. For those who don't know that are, uh, that might not know, he's half of uh, Mob Deep, uh, one of the great duos of hip-hop. And we have a special guest to kind of bring in his personal experiences and what uh, Prodigy's music and, and the man, the artist, had on his life and, and just on the hip-hop community in general. We have a man from uh, the East Coast again. Trav coming back for another podcast, man. So thank you for coming on and uh, sharing your experiences and and how how much Prodigy meant. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, this is very uh, thank you. I have what's up, everybody out there, East and West Coast. Thank you for having me on again. This right here for me, very crazy loss for my experience growing up in hip hop. Man, this dude has bodies of work. I've been listening to this stuff to Prodigy since I was eleven years old. Second Mark Deep album with the infamous. You all know that they came out with the first album called Juvenile Hell. Um, but I was ninety one. I wasn't really into the Mark Deep yet because not that that album. I don't even think God is just wanted anybody to hear that first album. We always talked about that. But I came on board from the infamous in ninety five and I just happened to walk in the store one day and that album was out. I knew nothing about Mark Deep. I just walked to the store to go get ODB's first album and I saw Mark Deep. And I just bought both of them. Went home, I popped the tape in, and I was a fan from the grip. He was a little skinny cat just like me, a short, and he didn't take no crap like me, being a little short dude. And I just listened to it, I, I, I connected with the music, man, and I've just been riding ever since. And he's been coming out with incredible stuff and relatable music. The lyricism always been top notch. I happened to be, to be 11 or 12 at the time. He was 19 at the time. To me, he's one of the, he is one of the best lyricism on here on the West, on the East Coast, um, far East Coast rapper is concerned. He's one of the top, top notch guys. Um, right now, I think you should get this some respect. Just like, uh, Big Fun, Big L, Biggie, Pop, all of them in that realm. And I always said that. And he was a little legend. Everybody, you know, I always get his flowers right still here. You know what I mean? That's why every time you come in and come around, when I'm mad, I'll try to go catch a concert, get your book signing, or do something. Got a shirt out or whatever you got out, got going on. I, I try to um, support music. And I know I was on here before. And I, I think my last two times I was on here, I was encouraging everybody to go get the, hey, take a look at you got the elected album. So I've been I've been a supporter of the book, man. This is this right now, I just can't believe it. The thing that's that's uh you know crazy is that when we lost Pac and Biggie, 
they didn't have like a real a whole bunch of work, like a real long, extensive body of work. He left back a lot of work in for us to listen to all the Mob P projects, all his solo projects, all the collabos and everything. So just gonna, you know, at least we got a lot of music that we can they left behind, the stuff that didn't even come out yet that's done that I'm sure will be coming out soon or well, you know, whenever this thing passes by, when 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 we in the morning uh, process of this situation clears up a little bit, and we'll be able to get more music from Pete. The first time I met Pete, this was in 2003. Um, I went to the Puerto Rican Day Parade um, with my homeboys, and we was out there in Manhattan, and we was just chilling. My god brother had a camp, and we was just hanging out, you know, enjoying the festivities, and I happened to walk up the block. And I literally bumped into him right next to him. I turned around, and me and my whole face went crazy because they knew that was one of my favorite MCs. I'm standing right next to him at the time. And I looked at him, and I said, I'm a supporter. And he kind of like, he kind of gave me my respect, kept it moving. But then my godbrother was like, nah, shout out to my godbrother Ray, Ray Vaughn. Um, he turned around, and we walked down the block. Stopped and talked to him for a minute. He was crazy cool. Big shout out to the tool game, being almost with him that day. Um, you know, the Queen's a fellow MC and friend of his, um, that's part of the infamous mob, was there as well, and we chopped it up with no no celebrity rap. He was doing that, we were doing that bullshit that he didn't do. some real, kidding. some real recognized real type. Nah, he was not that guy, man. I swear you, you walk up to this dude in the street, man, you talking to, you talking to your kids, you see a sign and things, you know what I mean? Um, his stories where he was out there at Alpinus House out there in California, man, and it was cats that was coming up. He mentioned Vince Staples earlier. Vince Staples got a story of him just being at the studio and he not even knowing who he was. And, uh, Alpinus asked for a, a, a verse and, and he didn't even know who Vince Staples was at the time. He was just coming up. Like, none of us really knew who he was. He just gave him a verse, no problem, for the project. This guy was, you know, he was one of those tools. He had legendary status. He's a living legend. He didn't make it. He made himself accessible to the people. You know what I mean? So that's what that's another thing that 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 was a good quality about dude, man. Um, yeah, well, I was a real, he was a real this man. You know, he talked to you, do songs with you. He appreciated his music. He appreciated you as a fan. He treated you like a regular human being, and you know, he was real like that, man. You know. So the first time I met him, we chopped it up, got him on camcorder, unfortunately. Our godbrother was just at a dance recital about a month later, and those cans were only had a few tapes. She ended up taping over that experience. That, that got me cringing right now, but, but yeah, that was, that was, that was dope too, because it was a magic ship. He was on, he was on the sidewalk just kicking and chilling, man. You know, me and my boys got a little beer, a little weed, had his little shit with his homies, and we was just over there to chop it up, kicking it. You know, Puerto Rican Day Parade 2003. You know what I mean? Never forget it, man. That was the first time. Second time, yeah, I just came home from doing this three-year big. Yeah, I just wrote his book. I had caught wind of the book. I ordered it, read it. He happened to come right my around around my way where I live, one of the one of the cooler malls that's not too packed. He came through. I went up there with my son. My son, I'm looking like three at the time. Yeah. My son is six. No, my son is eight now. So yeah, he was like three or four at the time. Topped it up with him again, man. He signed more stuff. He kicked his truck for about 15, 20 minutes. And 
showing love to my son, pound, say, what's up, little man? Happy old my kid, man. And, um, again, like I say, he was down to earth. So I got to see him two times in person, talk to him for a while, and then one more time with a concert here in the town that I live in. Um, that day, I didn't really get to chop it up with him much, but I, you know, we picked it up real quick, and, and, and you know, I, I went to the show. I got a chance to be happy for the first time. And it was just a good experience, man. Now, anybody that knows me, they can tell you that, that my phone blew up like if it was, if it was my brother or something that happened. I, I was dead asleep. Um, I worked overnight, man. And, um, that Tuesday morning, I was, that Tuesday afternoon, I was knocked out. And, uh, my phone went crazy all text messages, alerts, missed phone calls, all types of shit. And I just wake up to my cousin, shout out to my cousin Kiana from North Carolina. She hit me up. And she gave me the long spill with the text and the text and the links to the to the news outlets, the online uh hip hop sites and shit. How long did I say get the fuck out of here? This cannot be real, not P. This could not, it can't be P, man. This is some bullshit. This gotta be a rumor, gotta put in these fake ass lies that we're doing. They've been doing this shit for my deep since I came home and then having beef and having calling them gay and this and that and having a relationship with people. All, all types of rumors and lies came up. So the first 15, 20 minutes of me hearing this, I'm thinking half, half to be some bullshit. Sure enough, man, I go and I see Nas that posted up. Once I saw Nas posted it up, and I already knew that we lost the homie, man, we lost the legend. Yeah, because he's not going to put up no, no bullshit. Yeah, I knew it was no bullshit when we see Nas put it up, man, because, you know, that's, that's official now, Nas, though, because, I mean, if you spoke to somebody, they all connected to the same Queensbridge. But, you know, if Nas put it up, he broke into the social media world and that had to be official. And that's what I, I couldn't deal with it, man. That shit pissed me off. Man, I don't got too much pride to say. I was, I was fighting through. You know what I'm saying? When I first heard it, you know what I mean? Because I'm, I'm really a fan. I'm not one of these thick motherfuckers that's getting on here now. You know what I'm saying? They mark these things out of, out of the blue. I'm seeing a lot of that shit going on in the last week. Out here, like, you know, some of these, some of these fan people too, regular people, they just, you know, that was had jokes on P about his sicker cell and, and going against Jay-Z with his summer screen shit. And, you know, when Pac went at him, people were still making mockery of that shit. Um, and all of a sudden now, he's a legend. He's, he's one of the nicest MCs and rest in peace team, P and all that shit. Some of these fans and some of these rappers and celebrities, man. Because this dude has been out of jail since 2011 out here doing a lot of work on both coasts. And a lot of these people that I'm seeing up here, with these, especially these rappers and these DJs, like Khaled, you know, all of a sudden now, he, 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 he was one of the nicest dudes. They got it and fucked with him when he was out, when he was out here. That ain't, that ain't give him no, no love. That ain't, Khaled ain't reach out to him and put him on no album. Has any of the rappers in New York addressed that? Like about like the fake um, love? Nah, nobody ha- nobody's really said that yet. The only person that I that I that I hear, heard say something about it was Master P. He was the only one that said something about about uh all of a sudden DP wanna show all this love and all that to uh to, to P. When he was here, he didn't get invited to the DP awards in the last ten years. So, you know, he the only one that's really been vocal about it at that Okay. Um, so, so concerned. I've heard anybody speak out on that level yet, but I'm sure that's going to happen. Going on over here, too. Um, High 97, shout out to them. They always put every DJ on that speech, and it's always kept the 
12 in the threat. And from Funk Master, Flex, the Cage Slave, you know, on Tower 105, 1GG, NV, Clue, all of them always show love to me. I mean, we'll see about the Raptors. I'm not, I'm, you know. Yeah. I know it was a lot of hating Queen Bridge. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it was a lot of hate and energy with a few people. But even the ones he had, I, I can't afraid even the ones he had beef for like Saigon, you know, it's noted, it's noted in videos on the tape and get into an altercation. He, he, he jumped on, on his Twitter and his uh, Instagram and showed his love. Nobody heard nothing from Jay-Z yet. But Title did put like an extensive playlist to see you on a, the day he passed. They had like the best verses and playlists. They had like the Marquis Essentials. You know, they had a whole bunch of little different playlists on about, you know, for Pete on titles. So, I mean, that's Jay-Z's thing. So, I mean, I guess that's a way of him showing his respect for him. You know, I mean, it's a lot, I mean, I mean it's, been, it's been a lot of love, man. I'm not going to front. Like, they've been, they've been, you know, the radio stations and DJs, and they've been putting it in. It's been going down. It's been going down for Pete. But I'm just noticing that in, in some people, a lot of these, some of these big wigs, you know, I've been noticing that they've been showing love when they saw the media. I'm like, yo, dude was just alive last week, and I wasn't fucked with him like that, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's real. Yeah, it, just, it was just right in your face, man. I mean, I hate to keep calling Khaled out, but I was a little shocked with the Khaled thing. I'm like, yo, you since your whole career since you've been out, I never seen you show no love to him. All of a sudden, he's dead now. You know, all, all, all of a sudden, you know, Post the stuff up. I mean, this guy, Alex, has been up making all these big DJ albums, and not one time did I see him reach out to, to, to Mark D to do any tracks. So, you know, he's been active out here. I mean, Abbott's the producer. So, you know, he's been doing a low, he put his little project, started solo drinks here and there. But he's been out here active. You know what I mean? A lot of mixtapes, albums. I, and, you know, he's been making a little noise out here, bubbling out here. I ain't gonna keep telling out one time, reach out to him for no collaboration. Mm. I can I can definitely understand the frustration, especially since you know, like you say, you that kind of fake love because that that kind of hurts the most to the people that really understood the grind that they went through, um, and like really appreciated that artist. You know what I'm saying? To to get all this fake love is like is is disingenuine. I wanna flip it to the music a little bit though, and like what are some of the, the, the tracks that stand out to you that that will that give you fond memories of, of your experiences with Prodigy? Like what are your favorite tracks throughout your life that, that you had with Prodigy? Oh, the the first album, man, the whole first Genesis from the first album from the rip. Kendrick was, and it's funny because Kendrick called up uh Kendrick called up Peter Rosenberg the other day and spit verses from that song on the HNIC album. I ain't know a lot of people really felt that uh, that that track. Um, yeah, that that's my one of my favorite albums. Yeah, that Genesis, that first track off of HNIC, man. You know, rip the beat and all that. That was my that's my that's my joint right there. And you put on a solo if you put on the solo project, of course HNIC is a classic. HNIC, the first one is a classic. Um, I remember being a junior. I think I was a junior in high school when I came out. I was in 11th grade, and um, I went and caught that uh, first uh, P album, H and I C. I do a few rip, man. It's popping that joint in, and I that going off. Genesis is my favorite song. You can't throw my, you can never throw my pain. Uh, that's another one, another standout track on that album. We just talked about a sick of Philadelphia and took my, you know, 
people talk about the emotional pain and all that, but it's the flesh. They broke it down at all the shit that he had to deal with from being a kid, going through sickle cell anemia, and he actually feeling physical pain. So you can never feel my pain. Like, you know what I mean? I, I was the whole track breaking that down. Of course, you know, as far as the solo career is concerned, I can mob through tracks, man. It's endless with that. I mean, man, the first, the first, of course, Shook One's gonna be everybody, one of everybody's favorite shit. This is the one that everybody knows we all deep from, but it's, I mean, the five beat tracks, like, like Cradle to the Grave, mm. Up North. All his verses. I mean, I want to. I want to give love to Havoc too, man. Because Havoc, if without if without either one of you, wouldn't be no ball game, man. It's just that we lost you at this time. But Havoc's work is extensive. His, his production career is on point. He's one of my top five producers. Well, so I just want to get, I want to get out there real quick. Um, and his his lyrics is great. His lyrics is on point too. Just P P's delivery and his lyricism. Just you know, it's, it's, he, he just said stuff just a little bit more. It, it, you know, it's just a little bit more potent piece lyricism than has, but you know, all all my beat albums is just beautiful prodigy verses, man. Everybody gonna remember. Well, me, I'm I'm always been a side two guy. I mean, it's cool that everybody. I mean, I, I like the radio joint, even with hardcore albums, man. Um, I always been the guy that looks for the side B joint thing that's album cut, and I always find like favorite album cuts. You know what I'm saying? That that's not on the radio. And um, and but you know, with the whole ball deep career, a lot of it, a lot of it's been that. You know, for the infamous, it was Cradle to the Grave. You know, it was Trickerator Pain. It was Party Over. Then Hell on Earth, you had Still Shining. Everybody heard our Father Part Three. That was that was hard. Um, first time anybody heard of anybody heard any um Scarface uh, samples from a movie inside of a hip hop song. But then on that, of course, everybody's going to talk about. Everybody's going to remember. That LL Cool J I shot you. <laughs> Everybody's gonna remember that shit. I mean, that 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 mind soul, that Illuminati for my mind soul in my body. I mean, that line right there, man. That that opened up the whole can of worms. And anybody, that's where everybody got that from. When we talk about Illuminati and hip hop, everybody got that from Pete, man. He brought that shit to the hip hop world, man. Yeah, you know, even Pac, to- even Pac referenced yeah. that line. Huh? Even Pac referenced that line. Yo, yo, 
not the remix, the original version. He's fucking versatile and that shit. With the illest shit, too. I was in ninth grade. I was on my way to fucking um, school. I was living in the Bronx at the time. I had to take a bus up to Florida Road. And um, I had broke my walkman that week or some shit. Damn. And my little cousin got like one of them shits from Home Alone. Them little talk boy shits. <laughs> <laughs> my little cousin had got one from Christmas and shit. And I sound like a DJ Duop tape or a DJ Clue that had just came out. Duop is around. So DJ Duop is the famous DJ over here in New York. I'm in the Bronx. He lived like two blocks up from my crib at the time. And I think it was a, a Duop tape. And I popped that motherfucker in, man. He had just put... This was before Quiet Storm was a song. It was just a policy freestyle called White Lines, man. The shit that y'all hear on the original version of, 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 of Quiet Storm with Pete going in, I bought 40 inch cables, my chain hanging down on my dick. You don't know that joint? Mm-hmm. That was a freestyle, man, called White Lines, man. It was on, it was on DJ tapes, man. And I remember putting that shit in the fucking talk, boy. And I'm hearing this thing with this rip going off like that. I'm like, what the fuck? This shit is ill. And the beat was slower. It's not what y'all, it was, it was, the beat was even kind of slower. And he was just going off, man. That whole verse, boy, before they turned that shit into a song. Actually, that was supposed to make H and I D, but it didn't. Mm. Have it once, have it once, have it once for a Bob Deep song. It was just, it was, was going to be an H and I C song. And, he, you know, but have it wanted, I wanted it to be a, uh, you know, wanted to be for murder music. And, um, I heard that shit too on, on the DJ Duop tape. I think it was a Duop tape. It might have been a group tape. But I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was a DJ Duop tape. I had a lot of excited cassettes in him and shit. Oh, wow. and I heard that shit, man. We had that whole life staying up, stripping coke, getting right, risking my life. Now I'm trying to make things right. Invest in the rap business, do things for the kids. Oh, man, he's going off, man. You know, he was like, we couldn't do it all, and all of that, and the game is scared of death. All that brand new niggas is scared to death. He was just going, this is 99, man. Niggas wasn't rapping like that then, man. They're giving bars, man. You know what I'm saying? want to talk about all that fucking fucking shit. It's suits and bling bling, Rolex rockets and shit. You know, they kept it raw. If anybody, that's the one thing, they kept it raw from the rip from the beginning, man. It wasn't that switch up. Shit got a little funny when they went to community. But even on then, even on that shit, they, you know, Pete kept the raw even with that. Even if you had on fucking $20,000 fucking chains on or whatever, he still was, he still was spitting that raw shit, man. You know? Bringing it to the fight about shit that's going on in the system. Um, government, politics, all that shit, man. The street shit, I mean, he, he made it, I mean, I know people, a lot of people too, and they probably like, yeah, but you know, he talks about a lot of murder and guns and all that shit or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but the poetry of the shit is ill. You ain't never read, you ain't nobody talk, talk violence and make me to sound so poetic and beautiful with the words, man, like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, and plus, to be honest, that's that's another thing about life is like, death is part of life. Is You know, it's a balance. Death is something that we experience as a human experience. So it's only natural we talk about it. Even Shakespeare talked about death. I've been saying, sometimes a poetic, um, you know, poetic genius that he was, he needed the violence, man, and the guns and all that. I mean, he sounded, he made it sound beautiful, man, especially, you know, it was like beautiful violence for him, the way he's acting. You know what I mean? 
and he felt him, and it was real because he was going through pain physically anyway, and the frustration of that, you know, this, to me, this thing, this, to me, mate, is one of the best, man. Always that shit, always prepping. Oh, Pigs fucking love. It's gonna be a void. They're talking all three all week. They used to listen to any new shit. I think Styles and Burnout, most thing I've been listening to that's new. Um, Conway and Westside Gun, these cats that come from Buffalo, New York, they gotta deal with, um, with Eminem. You know, probably you gotta, got an old EP with Conway. It's a speaking dude named Conway. I don't know if you get a chance to look them up. I don't I'll know check it out. they are now. They all over everywhere now. I mean, they like to do hardcore with hip hop group. One of the dudes got shot. Um, and his half of his face is kind of like a, like he got a stroke. He get one spit crazy. This dude, and this dope. You know, my father's, he, you know, he, he, he kind of like, um, big them up and been supporting them ever since they came out. That's the only new shit I've been listening to. It's been real hard for me to listen to it. It's easy to care about anything else that's going on in hip hop right now. This shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Me, like I said, I've been rocking since I was 11 years old. Always been part of my, my daily music, music catalog, listening to shit every day, man. Every day. It ain't a peace song, it's a mob song. It's like some everyday shit for me. So to, to have that being going abruptly out of nowhere and be leaving like that, but, you know, the most high falling home, that shit kind of, that shit put a dent in my shit. You know what I mean? Fuck me up the whole week. I mean, I'm going to keep it real. Man, I've just been off this, this, this shit happened. I've been, just been a step off the whole week. Just fucking knocked me all down and shit, man. You know what I mean? And I'm still dealing with it. It's crazy. I just can't believe it. Tomorrow's the funeral out in Manhattan. I'm going to try to make it before I go to work. It's right there on, on um, 81st and Madison Avenue in Manhattan. at the Frank funeral uh, home over there. I'm going to try to go through there and represent my brother. Definitely going to be in the building. And you know, I'm going to try to go to work and try to deal with the situation after that. I'm all, we all got music, man. We got extensive music. That's one thing. I mean, left us with a crazy amount of music. The freestyles, the unreleased shit, the everything. We got a lot, a lot of music out here to continue. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you always want to have a chance to listen to some shit. Uh, I saw I was gonna tell everybody to listen to, I mean, listen to his new shit, man. He wrote that book for a reason. It's a good read. Too long if you read the book. Have you ever given you the chance to read his book? No, I haven't read his book yet. Good, good read, man. You know what I mean? I got that too. He signed that book for me. I got that. I got all, I got all the shit. I got everything he ever did on this planet, I think. Of <laughs> course, shit that you can purchase. You know what I mean? I don't know about all the unreleased. I'm sure Alchemist and, and Havoc and, DJ Green ran in and uh, all those cats got unreleased shit. They about to start pouring us out with it, but I got all the freestyle. I got a whole bunch of shit, man. Now, been, like I said, I've been listening to this dude, so I'm a, I'm a, I was left 33 now. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, kind of like being a lifetime fan. You know what I mean? Because that's when it kind of arrived and after it came out. It kind of went more people really, really arrived with this hip hop shit. Oh, I'm concerned. You know what I mean? They don't even like the now. <laughs> oh, they wow. hated that out. I mean, that's just my experience with the music. I, I, I can talk for days, man. I, I mean, I can just keep going, but you know, I'm just, I'm just, just giving you what I, what, you know, how I feel and what I know about 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 dude, man. Um, everybody can tell you, like I said, my family. If you got, you was my coworker. You just got to know me for the last year, six months or one month, whatever. Then they know. 
small JPP, you know, it's part of my, 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 my everyday life, man. I go to work, I throw my little music on and shit, and you gonna hear a team song before the, before the shift's over. <laughs> you gonna hear the dude. So, I mean, that's, that's basically what it's been. I mean, I just feel like, you know, I read his book, man. I think, you know, me and him both got strong Native American background. Um, we can both move from house to house, place to place. Same thing with me, state to state. Um, so I just felt like I've made it fit to the dude. Man, of course, I didn't relate to him having to fit to the media and shit, you know what I'm saying? But I'm forced, you know, father, I always said with our father. My father, was, you know, he was also out there in the street and did a lot of digs and all that. I lost my pop. Um, and he lost his pop. So I think it was to the same, same thing. Some substance, um, about that, so it's, it's a lot of shit that I related to about um, me coming up, just being going through a lot of shit, my personal life, and just having some kind of music to listen to, 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 to just deal with certain situations. He was definitely one of the dudes I went through for that. His music's concerned, you know what I mean? And uh, you know, a couple of other cats, but them two, but the two who look for music to listen to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, me, to me, man, you know. It's just a big fucking loss and very depressing situation in hip hop right now. I mean, I'm sure some people didn't, you know, they probably won't forget about the shit next week or whatever the fuck. But I'm never gonna forget about this shit. I'm always gonna play some pieces, always gonna fuck with some mob deep music, man. I'm always gonna support anything that come out in the future and all that peace and mob deep, man. You know what I'm saying? That's me. You know what I mean? Spiders Will Eat Your Face, available on Amazon Prime, Instant Watch, and Amazon.com. Spiders Will Eat Your Face, the documentary about the history of pet tarantulas in America. That is, Spiders Will Eat Your Face, the movie on Amazon. I was going to ask you, did you get a chance to see that uh, video of where they have Alchemist, in essence, making the beat for Hold You Down? Yep, he was standing right next to him. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. I, I actually just saw that. I happened to, the first week I, 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 I saw that. But Jordan Tower, I don't know if anybody out there knows Jordan Tower. Yeah, I know he is. Jordan Tower has a lot, a lot of footage for Pete. Uh, especially doing an H9C2 album. They did, they shot a fucking video for every song on a fucking album. It was like 14 or 15 tracks. And, and, and the, uh, and the collective edition, I think, especially the deluxe edition, had like 20 or something tracks on it. So Jordan got a whole bunch of shit, man. And I've been, I don't know if anybody, I, I mean, I went and bought the, when H&RC2 came out, they had like a collective edition where you get the album, you get the, the DVD with all the videos, and then you get like, they even had that shit in Spanish, man, because the, the, the company that he was dealing with, Trent, that, that did the album in different languages so different people from different countries could understand the music. So that was, that was but Sonic, I think, was the last when company leaders on leader HNIC too. But Jordan Tower got extensive footage, got all types of shit. The uh, four day lockdown footage before he went to jail, um, mad videos, man. So I got all that shit. I got I, I got the uh, special edition, but also got the shit on my YouTube and all that. I've been at all that. Um, but it's a lot of shit. It's a lot of shit. This is probably um actually I saw I saw an interview. He was coming from Jersey. He was, he lived out here in Jersey too. Not too far from where I lived at. He was, you know, he'd go back to New York every day to go chill in Queensbridge and shit or do whatever he had to do in New York. Okay. Um, he was, he was on his way to Jersey 
I think he was robbed of the Porsche that Fifty Eight gave him when he first found the shoe. That Fifty Eight gave him in the hands of a Porsche. Peace. Mm-hmm. And he was out there. He had uh, he had broke down how he wanted to uh, get involved with with, with, with with um speaking more consciously about the shit that's going on with that whole Illuminati shit and uh, the government and politics and that's the shit that 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 um you know the world don't want people to know. You know you know you know what I'm getting. You know what kind of conversation I'm having? Like the same kind of conversation Caleb would have. Yeah. And Styles, you know, he was he was on that shit. Enlightened. You know, he, 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 uh, he said, I mean, he said that he always made music and he had to mix the medicine in it, which like he had dropped the jewel in, in some raw shit. Yeah, he make a hip hop song, some raw shit. He had like kind of like drop the jewel in, give the little interviews here and there. He said he was tired of doing that shit. That's why he was always to jail. He was like, dude, he was tired of doing that shit. How to mix the medicine? He gonna be straight raw with it, and I don't. I think he just saw that. He said that. He said that about in 2006. Mm-hmm. I think he just saw. I think he just saw um him actually do that. Like you know, with this um album he just dropped. That's what he was talking about in that interview. That interview was on. He was saying he gonna come straight at it before mixing the medicine. It's, it, it hit us with the cut with the, with the with the with the conscious shit. You know what I'm saying? He gonna keep it raw. But he gonna go full flash and, and head on with it. And um me seeing that video, I'm like, wow, man, he was so that's what basically that collecting dialectic was already in his mind and, and we say he ain't gonna do it now, he's gonna fall back and when he come home, he gonna hit us we gonna hit us straight now, he's gonna hit us straight up with that shit. And that's what he did with his new album that just dropped. Um the whole album basically is about all that stuff, politics, um shit that we don't know that's the system and all that. And he's just you know, we break, we breaking it down, police, everything, um, the laws, all that shit. Um, he, he was able to give us that out, and they wanted to do before he left here. He's out now. So, I don't know if you heard the whole thing yet, but if you can listen to the subject matter on there, it's not really, you know, typical Piedmont deep shit. You know what I mean? It's some deep shit. Yeah, I mean, I I, I listen to to it. And I, I really enjoyed it. Like I said, the first time I listened to it, I didn't, I didn't, I kind of like browse through it. it. It's one of those albums you really have to, for, at least for me, I had to sit with it. When I sat and really listened and broke down the lyrics, that's when I really enjoyed it to, I think, the full capacity. Like, yeah, like that's, for me, that's how it was. That's cool. I mean, yeah, it's going to, it, it, it takes some time for you to listen. Especially with some of them tracks here, he, he goes kind of deep. I mean, he did, he did, he got, he got a couple of tracks on H&IB too. Um, mm-hmm. where he was getting it at, at, at that joint, like Real Power of the People, and then he got the Illuminati joint. But this joint here, you know, he, 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 he yeah, he goes a little deeper. But then mm-hmm. also, he got shit like on a new album with, with a song called Own Up Your, you, you put, yeah, you put, you posted the song up there, they could fight. Yeah. Could fight with us. You know, these are the Dodge Swingers. Yeah. You know everybody died. That's, that's one of the one of the last tracks he made, you know what I mean? You know, he rather he said he rather die swinging, everybody died. Putting up a good fight. He put up a fucking forty two year fight shit still a media, man. You know what I'm saying? That's a warrior shit. I mean, just to be able to do that. Be out here to go on tour, do these shows, map these albums out, do jail bids, all that shit, get fit to fill a media, come home and still go hundred percent full fledged and um give all the people you know, body of work and music. Um by dealing with that hardship I have sick of cell of anemia. That it's a very bad disease, man. It's a physical, painful disease, man. And he was able to do that. 
the thing that uh, that just made me think of um, when we talk about prodigy, when we talk about kind of the duality that he that he was talking about, like mixing in the medicine, having the good with the bad. Um, right. Like the crazy thing about it is sickle cell anemia is that in itself. Sickle cell anemia, like people with sickle cell anemia, which usually come from Africa, are have you know heritage with Africa is because you can't get malaria with sickle cell anemia. Uh, like because the blood doesn't allow it to happen because of the shape of it, so it it benefits you in that situation. But you know, there's other negative side effects that come with sickle cell anemia as well. So you know, what I'm saying it's kind of like that duality that he combated with within his music, with his life, and like just in general, like it just it just brings it all full circle to me. Yeah, shit, this that's yeah, that's bringing it full circle, man. You know. Be, be able to deal with that blood cells and everything, even when his food, his diet, all that shit, man. It's just, it's just, it's just, a, just a rough, rough thing. I, I don't know what it feels like, man. Salute to everybody out there who has sickle cell anemia and able to get up every day and do what they gotta do and live life and go to work or provide for their families, provide for themselves, and be able to just live, you know, just, just to get up and just live life, man, and do what they gotta do to the fullest. I salute everybody out there dealing with that disease, man. Um, serious situation. I'm sure now they're gonna say T. Bob's from TLC. Um, spoke on it. You know she has that as well. And Hunt just puts the link up and stuff together. And her label had shut it down a while back. But you know they was the two biggest people that we know in the entertainment industry that deal with sickle cell anemia. And salute to her too for still being here 20 plus years in the game and and um. Uh, being out here making use and doing doing our thing still, man. Word up. Yeah, salute to like you said to everybody out there dealing with it, managing it, and, and living with it. So I'll, I'll say um, we should end it, and I would like you to end it with if just anything you can say to P. If you know whatever you believe in, if you can hear it or not, if you had the opportunity, what would you say? I'm opportunity to say one more thing to Pete, man. I, 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 I think him this, this being a real dude, man, and just making the body, the body of work that he did, and, and, you know, thank the most high. Let me the opportunity to cross paths a few times, you know what I'm saying? And be able to, to, to actually, you know, speak and, 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 you know, be in the same room and have a conversation with him. And I think him just being a real person and not being a fucking stuck up motherfucker. You know what I mean? But I wasn't him anyway. I wouldn't expect that from me. But he was what he was in his music, man, in real life. You know, laid back, cool, smooth, cool. You know what I mean? The hood, boys gotta keep it real with the people. You know what I mean? Thank, thank him for taking the time out to speak. Open, you know, speak and, uh, you know, let's do stuff for the people, you know, on the street, man. You know what I'm saying? The people, the people, the fans, everybody, you know, anybody that, that, that admired his music and his work, you fuck with him, you fuck with you too. Even with social media, man, I got a few posts on my Instagram. I'll listen to a Polly song or something like that. You like it, you know what I mean? So he was none of them. Video. He wasn't one of them fucking people, you know what I mean? They he just being real, being a hip hop warrior, man. Little God on, on the hip hop shit, man. Thanks for the contributions to all the work. Thanks for making music that I can relate to. You know what I'm saying? Any, any, any emotion that I felt, whether it was happiness, anger, you know what I'm saying, sadness, I can always go pick up a peace song that I can, that, that, that match my feelings. So thank you for that. You know what I mean? Just thank you for all this long longevity 
of hip hop being inviting and, and giving the people the fans that they wanted and the people what they wanted, even dealing with the people she was dealing with, was still giving us 150%. You know what I'm saying? With the touring, with the concerts, with knocking out albums, videos, interviews, getting up early in the morning. And I want to say, I definitely got to say this. You know what I'm saying? Um, big shout out and condolences to his family, man. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like Kiki, you know what I'm saying? To his son, Shaka. It was daughter Tashana. You know what I mean? They all here, man. They grown. They almost grown now. I think Shaka twenty one and his daughter might be eighteen or something. You know what I'm saying? They gonna have to deal with a lot of shit right now, yo. Yeah, that's right. You know what I mean? They gonna, they gonna have to deal with a lot of shit right now, man. You know what I mean? People talking shit on the internet, their social accounts, and people just fucking with them because their father's gone now. All of a sudden, they get all this love. They ain't gonna know what's real. His daughter put the last, one of her last posts up still, like one of them uh, Instagram posts where you can, you know, you, you can add like three or, three or four things in one post. Mm-hmm. She, had, she had a video of her being with her father who's been in speech, man, just riding bikes together. He was saying shit like the simple, um, of, of, of free, you know what I mean? So, shout out, shout out to him for that. Shout out to her for that, rather. But she, it was kind of sad seeing that, man, because it was, we being on a beach with her. Um, him also having a video with his son popping a bottle of champagne on his 21st birthday and being out in a restaurant. Because these are videos from my personal phone, just little moments for our father, man. And you gotta remember, of course, we are hurt. And, um, you know what I'm saying? There's somebody that we, we like, we admire, but his kids now gotta, gotta deal with this shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, so big shout out to them. Just be, big shout out to him again, just to be able to take care of them. And raise them up and teach them all the lessons and shit. Um, before he left this planet, getting them prepared. You know what I mean? She said the post that she can't trust nobody now. She don't know what to do. She feel alone out here in this world now. You know what I'm saying? So I don't just mean everybody needs to go out there. And I don't care what religion you subscribe to, what you, what you do. But I need to pray to the Most High for them children, man. And I deal with all that. You know what I mean? She said she out here feeling alone out here right now. She can't trust nobody. That's who. Now she see who the real family is. This niggas is probably acting funny stuff. You know how it is. Anybody's family dies or somebody passed or this fake shit come out of nowhere. People that swell off or these big ass family members come around see if they get out of people and shit like that. Yeah. Now his son and his brother have to deal with that shit now. You know what I'm saying? All these motherfuckers popping up out of nowhere, third or fourth cousins. Niggas that, niggas that stop fucking when all of a sudden we start fucking with them again because he ain't no more. Fucking sneaking around and Come with all that fake snake shit. These kids got to deal with a lot of that shit coming up right now, man. So, you know, they lost a father, man. You know, I mean, they already lost in jail for three years. They came home doing his thing. They, he, he left for good now. You know what I'm saying? With the most high now. It's going to be a big boy he like right now. You know what I mean? I already know what it is to lose a father. You know what I mean? So, you know, pray for them, man. I've got everybody rock my beat music, man. Do a beat, man. Do a mall beat, man, man. Rock out, man. While I was doing cop shit. You got the new shit. Get all the new shit. You got all the old shit. Rock it. Listen to it, man. So appreciate anybody that you like. Anybody that you listen to, you support living right now, man. Make sure they know that shit. Make sure you, you know, make sure you appreciate them while they here. I don't care if they don't got the hottest little single on the, on the radio or they got the newest dope video out. Or they, they not on the new kind of shit. Or if you know the new, 
way whoever's going right now. You fuck with them, you fuck with their music, you fuck with the music to the end and rep them to the end. And I, I can proudly say that I always rock those rep, rep ball, beat, rep peak. Everybody that know me, this shit, you know, they know that. You know what I mean? So, you know that. You know how I felt. Me and chopped it up. He was able to meet somebody that fucked with his music like that in a genuine place. I got a chance to tell him that to his face. You know what I'm saying? So, you got people out there that, that, that you listen to, listen to for a long time. That's not, that might not be the hottest shit out right now on, on the radio. That's the big, the hottest wave. Still fuck with them. You know what I'm saying? Keep it real. Keep it loyal. You know what I mean? Fuck them. Stop. Don't jump on waves, man. That's your people. Listen to them. Listen to them. I feel the same way about people on Wu-Tang like Ray Corner. and them. Always gonna fuck with them. You know what I mean? Nah. Even nah. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm always gonna be dealing with the name. They don't gotta have the hottest shit on the radio. But I think nowadays, man, people get wrapped up in the wave too much. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been saying things the last person I really grew to a liking to was getting the catalog of music was Kendrick. I've been listening to Kendrick ever since he came out through mixtapes and shit. And now the whole world thinks he's dope. You know what I'm saying? But I know I've been fucking with him when he's on mixtapes. I'm always gonna fuck with him. You know what I mean? Don't jump on waves because the hottest two guys on the radio and everybody else like him. That's, that's, the, that's the artist you fuck with now. And fuck the people you listen to, you listen to because they don't got a hot album out right now. Or they don't got a hot single. That's bullshit. They ain't being loaded. Not so maybe I'm being a little winded now, but you know I just have to do that. <laughs> no problem. But I, I do want to. I, I want to first, second, uh, piggyback off what you said and say definitely prayers, thoughts, anything that you can goes out to the family of of Prodigy. Like you said, is his his uh, his children, you know, his his family, all his close family, his extended family, uh, have it from Prodigy because you know I know he's going through it because they've been tight for so long. So like I just want to say again. All my condolences go out to the family more than anything. And then, you know, as well, the, the the fans, but mostly the family, because like you said, they have to live through that every day. There is no on and off time. There is no, that's their new reality. That's their new life is accepting that, you know, that major person in their life is gone. So that's, you know, important that we, we put that out there. Um, the second thing I do want to piggyback off of is, uh, like you said, we need to appreciate not just the, the artists in your life, but like just appreciate the people that mean them that are the you know that mean the most to you if that's you know people in your life that you see every day that you don't appreciate or tell you tell them that you appreciate them the people that are really there for you just like you said about the music and appreciate the music and the artists that are really there for you that's what i'll have to say about that um i do want to say again thank you for giving your personal experience and your, your feelings about uh about prodigy and uh i wanted to give you the space and the 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 air to have to say what you wanted to say because I felt the same way when a prince died. I felt like I needed the space to say my experience and what he meant to me, regardless if one person or nobody listened to it. It's just something that I felt because I appreciated Prince and the artistry and the music that he gave me so much that it it was therapeutic for me on my end to to say my appreciation in in that way. So I wanted to give you that same opportunity with Prodigy and uh anybody that listens to this will really understand and appreciate how much you appreciated him and his music so thank you thank you man thank you for giving me the, the platform to be able to do that man um, like i said it's been bothering me all week man people know how i felt about it and shit to get to get this you know get it get it off my chest to talk about the shit thank you for that man you know what i'm saying thank you i appreciate that man hold up get the people the flowers we still here 
fuck all that pride shit. I don't give a fuck what people say. Yeah, I, I fuck with proudest small people like that. This music, you know what I'm saying? I grew up with this shit, so I let them know that. Let the world know that, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Same thing with hope if somebody else passed away. I'm sure people will be you know, saying shit too. So, um, you know, just thank you for that, man. Um, word up. Shout out to the Havoc, Alchemist, the whole infamous small, Queen Gambino, Ty Nitty, Godfather, all them, all them, um, in the Iron Greek. That was, that was a click, you know what I'm saying? I know they all going through it right now, man. All of them. On music tip, you know what I mean? So big shout out to them, Static Selected too. You know, all the cat, all the cats that, that, that Pete's been dealing with for years, man, that's a big hit to them. Uh, word up. And thank you once again. Thank you everybody for listening. Everybody go out and get all his new shit, his books, the cookbook, the autobiography, the music, all that shit, man. Even the super sneakers. Go fuck with me. I don't got them, but good thing. All that shit, man. Go support P, man. So uh, I want to just say thank you for everybody for listening again to another Stable Podcast. Uh, you know the Stable Podcast is presented by com. You know our motto, live, listen to some great music. And above all, love more. And uh, as uh, the great Alchemist and Prodigy song go, hold you down. P, we're going to hold you down and make sure we represent and talk about other great lyricists like yourself. R.I.P. Prodigy. We out. Yeah. Spiders Will Eat Your Face, available on Amazon Prime, Instant Watch, and Amazon.com. Spiders Will Eat Your Face, the documentary about the history of pet tarantulas in America. That is, Spiders Will Eat Your Face, the movie on Amazon.